Welcome to Talking About You with Estra's radio podcast from Seattle, Washington, USA, a car accident talk show where auto insurance, employer ERISA, social security disability insurance, surveillance, and much, much more is talked about. There are over 400 podcasts ready for your listening pleasure and information. Every individual deserves the insurance care, settlements, and benefits promised by their insurance, whether public or private. Estra is a car accident advocate who writes, talks, develops videos, and personal brand tools to help protect your rights and privileges. Tired of getting the short end of the stick after a collision? Join me, Estra, by supporting insurance civil rights legislation to get those doing the wrong things to start doing them right. Use the hashtag TreatMeRight. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome, listeners. Today's show is about disability surveillance against you. It's better to expect the worst when dealing with insurance companies, but hope that they'll actually pay out your benefits. Why wouldn't they do the right thing? How would you get through without regular income? There are so many questions and concerns that come up after being in a car, car collision. So today, that's what we're going to take a moment and talk about, disability surveillance against you. And next week, we'll go back to State Constitution Basics for Everyday People, the series. Thank you for joining me today. Make sure to give me a call today at 718-766-4385 to join in on the conversation. So let's get started with disability surveillance against you with Talking About You with Estra on Block Talk Radio, USA. What is the ultimate harassment and intimidation tool? Disability surveillance. Fear is a common mechanism to move average citizens, but do you have to respond in insured's best interest or yours? Just because a company would rather keep not only your premiums, but benefits after filing a claim doesn't mean you have to walk away sad and defeated. Today is a time to learn counter-disability surveillance one-on-one because bullies shouldn't have their way. Because tactics used attempt to exploit and demean individuals who are vulnerable and have their trust in the wrong place. Today, let's talk about how to change this and become your best advocate. We'll spend our time talking about power in numbers and money, your talents and gifts along with injury, surveillance tactics, those who help disabled versus those who help insured, and counter-disability surveillance tactics. Place your comments and questions on Twitter hashtag Estra's Radio Show or Talking About You with Estra on Facebook. Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, and experiences. How did the average citizen get so busy with personal troubles that the bigger problems are ignored? Somehow, when middle America was sleeping, the very power and balance which established our democracy slipped away. 1% of the population became the 99%, and the 99% became the 1%. An imbalance of power has caused not only the American economy to stumble, but our way of life. 
Now this 1% of the population controls the direction of our country, and our only hope of getting it back is to vote in those who remember that it is the United States of America, not the United States of Walsh. This is the one thing our forefathers did right. Now, if poor and middle class will use their vote and not be discouraged by fake polls, poll taxes, or other methods of voter suppression, this much power and influence in the hands of a few hurt the many, in my opinion. So what has this to do with a car accident? Those with the power and money are also the same individuals who take premiums, deny insurance claims, harass and intimidate in order to get you to drop benefits requests. Too often, some insurers have a set strategy to bring down poor and middle-class individuals who cannot afford to challenge their opinions in order to get the care needed or get the benefits of their policy. Have you noticed how difficult it is to find complaints against insurers? Much of it has been buried or the search engines gives priorities to large corporations who place a rebuttal in place of those who wish to share their experiences. Nevertheless, if you are trying to share auto experience insurance, employer benefits, LTD, SDI experience, continue to put your content online. The number of individuals facing harassment is increasing, which makes it more difficult to hide. It's important for others to see the commonality many people injured in car accidents go through during this journey. Not only will it empower you, but those who also need encouragement. As we've seen by many recent court cases, the power and money of these corporations do extend to the reach of law, including law enforcement. Therefore, you may not receive the support deserved while going through this process, but don't give up. Just as with Ferguson, and just as Casey Cox did not decide her battle would be to stand up for those facing Ebola concerns, many of us do not decide which battles we fight, but once in it, do all you can to bring concerns to light and make it better for those people down the line. It will take all of us doing our parts in whatever area the battle comes. To return America back to a country who believes in keeping jobs here, building infrastructure, making education available for everyone, making housing and food affordable and safe, and providing individuals involved in a car accident with a fair and equitable settlement. This requires returning to a strong America who believes in our ability to stand. When this happens, 1% will only represent 1%, and 99% will represent 99%. Once again, justice will prevail, and our jails will not be a place of slavery, making money for private industry. All we need is a renewed respect for one another, starting with insurers doing the right things by their insured. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. Often self-esteem takes a blow after a disability, and sometimes it takes a while to find you again. And this is okay, because in my opinion, once restored, wherever you are, whatever you can or cannot do, realizing it's more about talents and gifts created along the way at each season in life. 
No one else can tell you who you are. No one else can get you to a place of understanding or acceptance of you. This is a personal journey that you must make, explore, and come to terms with just how special and unique you are. Yet I can tell you from personal experience, this is not always an easy task. Along the way, you might find people and corporations which take advantage of you. Education comes in many different aspects, and each and every one of us have weaknesses, be it physical, emotional, mental. Some things will always need exercising. Love you for where you are right now. Accept your struggles and victories. Own them on your journey. There is no perfection in this world, only learning curves. Do your best, make corrections when necessary, and above all, continue to respect and hold yourself in high esteem. Some people may not have a disability, but I guarantee you there will be something for them to work on too. Self-acceptance and an acceptance of others is so important. The balance of these two things is unique for you. The key is to know you will be okay, that you can work through injury, pain, suffering, disability, harassment, and intimidation. Your life belongs to you, and you can make it into whatever your heart desires with a bit of creativity and determination that what? Never quits. It is also important to provide others with the same grace that you should give yourself. Yes, you are talented and gifted, some discovered, some undiscovered. Give yourself time for exploration, healing, and confidence. Why is law enforcement working with insurers, meaning your insurance companies, against the insured, which means the person who purchases insurance policies from them? How can they stay neutral when placed in a biased situation? This creates a deeper level of distrust of police by citizens. Many people will only contact them as a last resort, which means citizens suffer in silence rather than bring problems to law enforcement, because this may create a greater problem than the one they got, I suspect. Prior to being involved in the last round of car accidents, meaning the last three, one involved with harassers within approximately a year of each other, I personally held law enforcement in high esteem. The job they do is not for the faint of heart, and many experience too much of the dark side of life. Therefore, I thought giving them their respect was in order. Yet, when an employer or insurer decides not to pay your claim, there typically is a strategy in play. This is surveillance tactics. These tactics are a psychological game to intimidate and harass the injured. The injured person who is typically struggling to understand their condition, most do not have enough time or energy to handle additional pressures yet. Don't consider giving in to these demands. Frankly, the lack of integrity and honesty to deal with the injured in a respectful and straightforward manner is appalling. In my opinion, in some cases, it is due to the fact that they do not have a reason not to pay your claim, but they know you do not have the resources, perhaps, to give them a run for their money, so to speak. How many poor and middle-class people have enough money to fight billion-dollar companies for five to ten years? If they had this much money, they would take care of their own car accident concerns 
and not use insurance companies. In fact, it is insurers who are making money off of you. What I'm saying is that if they begin losing too much money, they tend to make the choice to reduce what is included in your coverage. Have you noticed that? From year to year, you may have started off with a great deal of coverage, and now your current policy has even less than it did two years ago or five years ago, ten years ago, and let's not even go back 20 years ago when unions were at their strongest. If they choose to keep benefits, they don't have to answer to anyone else, unless, of course, you take them to court. Therefore, the risk and reward ratio is always in their hands. And today, they are still making billions. Let me repeat that. Not millions, not a few hundred thousand, but billions, and refuse to pay claims. They've accepted premiums from insureds, meaning you. The key to overcoming harassment and intimidation tactics from insureds is not to allow them to dominate your life. You are the most important person in this equation, as I say time and time again not their goal of keeping your benefits. Yes, they will bully and attempt to confuse you as what you should do. I would challenge you, however, to do all you can to improve your life that makes your goals achievable. You have a life to live and live it to the best of your new abilities and talents. Don't allow them or anyone else to make you ashamed of current conditions. If you could do more, you would. There is no shame in being disabled. I need to say that again because a lot of people tend to try to live up to someone else's expectations or view their their life in the life of others. The only one's life that you need to be like is your own. There is no shame in being disabled. And there is no shame in trying to do better. Do not let them place you in a cage of their creations. You are free to improve on who you are just as anyone else. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Many times their tactics include lowering your self-esteem by performing shaming activities you are not even aware of. If you've encountered very few mind games, you will not be familiar with some of their tactics. Their goal may be to force you into a situation which proves their insurer's claim and give a reason to deny yours. Yes, they will be abusive in some cases, from my experience. Yet, let them carry the burden of their actions. You are only accountable for yours. The key is to stay with the facts. Many will attempt to bully you into saying or doing something they can get on film that will be so embarrassing that you will slither away and allow their employer to keep your benefits. I suggest another option, that you allow them to slither away and you continue to take care of yourself and document their behaviors. Many times, these tactics also include enlisting those they can turn in order to gain additional information about you. Most of these companies have enough resources at their disposal to go back to the day before your birth. Frankly, if all the people they have harassed and intimidated got together and shared all the abusive things they have done to the insured, meaning you, that would indeed be a story worth reading. By the way, there's a story in the Seattle Times 
I happened to catch on Alex Wagner's TV show on MSNBC regarding the FBI creating a fake AP story to learn the computer ID of a teenager who was causing fire alarms at school. Does law enforcement play by the rules? I used to think so. But after experience harassment and intimidation, which included hacking my cell phone, laptop, placing GPS on my vehicle, creating fake extra links, and this is why I tell you to make sure you go to the official, official sites, sending harassment and intimidation emails, Twitter messages, hacking my online accounts. This is another one where the list truly is endless. This makes me believe that not only do we need insured civil rights, but there needs to be a separation between law enforcement and Wall Street for the protection for the average citizen and insured. When these same harassers begin going to every place you go, such as physician's office, physical therapy, acupuncture, exercise, another endless list, it creates a distrust in the people involved in your care. Will they harm you? Hopefully not. One begins to wonder who is trustworthy. Insurers are notorious in bombarding healthcare professionals and attorneys, by the way, with paperwork in order to get paid. What medical professional wants this type of drama? Patients become more of a liability than someone to care for when harassment by insurers begin. In order to avoid or reduce some of their bullying tactics, change patterns or driving routes which makes it difficult for them to carry out harassive plans. One day when I decided to switch from Verizon to Sprint, it was an unexpected event for them, and I enjoyed a few days of using my cell phone without their harassment. While purchasing the phone, they were there standing behind me and next in line to talk to the sales agent. This goes on each and every day. My next book, Surveillance, will have detailed information of the harassment and intimidation one can experience after filing an auto insurance claim. These surveillance tactics, which can extend into harassment and intimidation, which can further extend into abuse, is a problem and unfair for the injured to endure because the insured chooses not to pay their claim. There is a major difference between good faith and bad faith insurers, your insurance company. And learning the difference after a car accident is not the time to find it out. Being on the receiving ends of delays, denials, harassment, and intimidation is difficult when dealing with life changes due to injuries. Therefore, make sure to do your homework when choosing an insurance company. This may be the most important thing you do throughout the entire process. How can you ascertain who helps disabled versus those who help the insured. Because money and power is a persuader in the hands of those who know how to use it. Manipulation is a tool that some consider to be negotiation tactics. However, when it takes advantage of people who have little concept of the behavior, it's unacceptable. The average injured person has been told to discuss the truth and nothing but the truth, so help them God. Yet, some insurers, in my opinion, are only interested in their investors' bottom line. Ethical and moral decision-making is far from them. In other words, the injured trust the people they have hired to be their safety net, while those with safety nets drop them through the holes in the net, so to speak. This is a major violation of trust. 
The injured entered into a lion's den, unknowledgeable and trustful, awaiting to be knocked off by a well-trained predator. Those who help the disabled typically are advocates working with few resources compared to Wall Street and have gained their experience through the school of hard knocks. Plenty of hard knocks. Many take on those with money and power as far as their resources will allow. Sometimes it is enough and sometimes it's not. Yet the struggle continues and there are many soldiers known as advocates trying to make a difference in the lives of the injured. This is no easy task when Congress continues to pass legislation in favor of Wall Street, disenfranchising Main Street. In their numbers, Main Street can overcome the barriers and obstacles placed in the way of fair and equitable auto insurance settlements by using the power of their votes to put people in office who will respect the rights of individual citizens and place them on an equal footing as corporations whom would consider taking advantage of them in order to benefit company bonuses and investor stock. Will you play hardball with those who use rocks? If so, learn to duck and gain as much knowledge as possible. Thank those who help to get you through the process because in most cases, they are taken through the ringer, so to speak, too. Make sure those who help you are not already aligned with insurers, however, their reach is much longer than most would believe, and they know how to use their resources and power to create a means to an end at the insured's expense. Therefore, make sure those you think are helping truly are, and not working for those who would create developments in the interest of their employers. If you have moved to another circle, meaning another level, in dealing with those who play by different rules, remember some of these people or companies may not have any. Be your best advocate, pay attention, stand your ground, and do what is not only in your best interest but will help those who come after you. Do for the injured what Casey Hitcox is doing for the next person returning to the U.S. after assisting with the Ebola outbreak, protecting the rights of herself and others not to be harassed and intimidated by those with power and influence. It was nice to see justice come from a system whose reputation has been anything but fair to the people on Main Street. You can advocate for insured civil rights and equitable treatment from insurers. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. One key element in overcoming harassment and intimidation is keeping your focus. One of their main goals, in my opinion, is to get you distracted from your objectives, such as recovery from injury or building your life after disability. In this way, manipulations can take place which cause you to do something which, again, lines up with their employer's objective, which, frankly, means keeping benefits that should go to you. Next, from my experience, many of their tactics are unprofessional and harassers have a preference of not wanting their activities brought to life or whom they are working for. But bring this out in the open at the right time. It's very important. It also allows injured to know the type of companies 
who practice this bad faith behavior and help others to support corporations who will respect and protect the injured. Additionally, if you do not document this behavior, typically denied by those performing the harassment and intimidation, therefore, be sure to videotape and take pictures of their actions. Furthermore, as harassers sit beside you in restaurants, movie theaters, church, casinos, libraries, concerts, plays, laundromats, grocery store, and yes, again, this list is endless, don't let them push your buttons. Push back. This is your life, and they are attempting to challenge it in order to achieve the goals of their employer at your expense. Be compelled to live as you wish, not as they want. Another important key is to educate yourself on their tactics. Typically, with car accidents, many injured take time to get back into the saddle, so to speak. It's traumatic when driving. These actors tend to use scare tactics such as almost running into you to cause panic attacks, which are common among collisions. And sometimes they do run into you. Their unbridled behaviors can often bring harm in abusive ways to the injured and experienced. The more you learn about their tactics, the better. Insurers can and do use law enforcement as their main ways to intimidate. So if you see them sitting down the street from your residence or on your way there, do not be surprised. They may also seek out opportunities to catch you in vulnerable positions. Catching these situations on camera is the best that you can do. We know as a society all cops cannot be trusted, and we know many work for Wall Street and not Main Street. Some have called the average person cynical today, yet I would say it is closer to what we see day in and day out, especially if faced with constant harassment and intimidation. Personally, I would still challenge you to take the high road against those who perhaps prefer groveling in the dirt. There is nothing down there for you. Keep your head up, do your best, and move forward in a way that helps to promote your interests. Being watched 24-7 is not a deterrent from being who you are. Frankly, it displays the desperation of those insureds who know their actions have been inappropriate and are seeking some relief for justification of their actions. What this demonstrates from my perspective are two points of view, one which displays an unfair system that Main Street lives under when insured are denied their benefits, versus Wall Street's ability to use their power and resources to generate their desired goals, which are unleashed due to Congress's inability to do their jobs for people, but do the work of Wall Street. Therefore, counter Disability surveillance with internal strength and fortitude, with knowledge and standing your ground by refusing to be bullied into submission, and realize you still have rights here in the USA, even when those who are supposed to protect and serve for integrity of these rights may dismiss them for personal gains, profits, or to protect a sector of societies whose privilege has exceeded the boundaries of the average citizen. Wall Street may have power and influence, but the one thing they will never have is power in numbers. And frankly, the numbers of the disenfranchised is growing. This happens when trust is violated. Each and every year, more individuals are denied their insured benefits after filing a claim. I suspect these are no small numbers, since many of these practices can be observed through the insurance industry. Organizing for the insured through civil rights will change this 
to a more fair and equitable settlement. Doing your part of documenting this behavior is important. Do not let their actions of hacking your cell phone, computers, using GPS to follow you wherever you may go, gaining access to your private information, stop your goals. You keep doing what works for you. Whatever games from harassers come your way, you don't have to play. Stay true to yourself and the facts. And at some point, all the injured who have faced this type of abuse will have their say. Visit my Esther Radio Show for examples of where to find knowledge, equipment, in particular surveillance equipment to help you, and how to document the harassment and intimidation faced after filing insurance benefits due to an injury. If you have experienced a claim with an auto insurance company, share your experiences on Twitter, hashtag Estra's Radio Show. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. Instead of documenting a car collision from scratch, which can be overwhelming and or time-consuming, try to use the available tools. iAstra will talk about options to make life easier when injured in a collision. With the right products, it will take less time and be less stressful. Today, let's discuss tracking tools currently available to help people involved in a car accident get through the process of auto insurance this includes documenting your car wreck, starting up an auto insurance policy, or employer injury, which is usually long-term disability, and options when your car is damaged beyond drivability. The most inexperienced person typically involved in the insurance process is the policyholder. The person with the most to lose is also the one who knows the least. And why would this be? For one thing, most insurers don't spend much time preparing for the inevitable in life, a car accident. Most people will be involved in a collision in their lifetime, and the severity ranges from a fender bender to loss of life, which is certainly a major range to try to plan for when not knowing when, where, and if this unexpected event will happen. And on top of all of this, you won't know until this in this actual situation whether you will be treated fairly by an auto insurance company, whether your employer will also pay out on your disability claim for any extended period of time, or whether you will have saved enough for a rainy day, which has turned into a complete tropical storm. However, with a little basic information, weathering the storm may provide enough cover to get you through rough times. Discussing the day of the car accident, Simple documentation techniques, avoiding car accident pitfalls, why state laws instead of federally regulated insurance legislation, and helpful suggestions. Call into the show at 718-766-4385. One of the most important things that you can do is be prepared prior to a car accident. One way of doing that is being sure to keep a copy of my book, car accident by Astra in your car and use the checklist at the scene of a car collision. That's a time when it's very difficult to remember everything and having a checklist handy will help you to make sure that you include 
some of the things that are most important. Also, taking pictures at the scene, including the license plates of the other cars involved and damages to all vehicles is also a key role. Remember to only state the facts and ignore prompts to provide information in the best interest of individuals or corporations. That's whether talking with people at the scene or later on with auto insurance companies or employers. Be sure to evaluate why any questions are being asked and who benefits from the answers. Remember, you are vulnerable at this time, and some may attempt to take advantage of you, so be sure to use caution. Everything you say and do from the moment of that collision will be under scrutiny of insurance companies, employers, and if they can find a way out of paying a claim, some will do so in spite of the documentation. If you experience any medical concerns, evaluate what your options are and proceed accordingly. Remember, insurance companies typically are the ones footing the bill, although you've paid the monthly premiums, right? But it gives them too much power or actually leverage over the physicians and other medical professionals who have to go by their rules, so to speak, in order to be paid. It places them between a rock, meaning taking care of their patients properly, and a hard place, meaning getting paid by the insurance companies. If you are able to pay your own bills, even though you have paid them, or you are hopefully going to have insurance to pay them if something like this came up, sometimes it's just easier to pay them, uh, then submit the bills for reimbursement, because this can save a great deal of problems for both you and the people providing medical services. And this way there is no middleman, and personally I guarantee you, if the insurance company is footing the bill, they are requiring certain things from your medical professionals, and they're trying to perhaps even get them to see things from their perspective. So, so getting the middleman out of the way uh, can really improve the quality of your care and speed up your recovery from my perspective. Frankly, the stress insurance companies and employers can put into this process works to their advantage and hinders the goals of the insured because it kind of tries to get you off of balance and when you're off balance most people don't make the best decisions. Especially when you consider the lack of knowledge most policyholders have and primarily depend on these insurers and employers. This may be the biggest mistake many policyholders make since these are the corporations who have the most to lose. Many care a great deal about the investors, keeping their bottom lines as feasty as possible, so to speak. And policyholders filing claims can put a dent in their bottom lines. Therefore, not all will be as open and honest as they should be with you, frankly, from my experience. Just because individuals are representing a conglomerate doesn't mean they play by the rules. Okay, I need to say this again because... Somehow, perhaps we get caught up in the commercials and the glamour, and we think that perhaps some of these corporations are full of integrity, and some of them are, but some of them are not. Just because individuals are representing a conglomerate doesn't mean they pay by the rules. Make sure to take a look at the Rolling Stone article this week on J.P. Morgan Chase, a courageous whistleblower who shares the length some will go to in order to take advantage of you. Use caution when dealing with individuals or companies. They just may not have your best interest at heart, regardless of the appearance. 
In most states, you have three years to file a claim, and most insurance companies prefer not to pay up until close to this time, from my experience. They know injured usually cannot afford to live without financial support, which means one or two paychecks. Therefore, this is a tactic used to allow insurers to become more desperate and willing to take lower settlements. So make sure that you take care of yourself. Do they care how much suffering is endured because of delays or denials in paying claims? Frankly, from my perspective, the objective and loyalty lies with investors. You come a distant second if there. Check how well your insurance company pays by the number of complaints lodged against them, perhaps not even close to the number of dissatisfied policyholders. What large amounts of money can hide, or uncover for that matter? The key here is to do your best to ascertain are they known for good faith or bad faith practices against their policyholders. This important knowledge might make the difference between a life in poverty and getting by with dignity. Simple, easy tools to use through this process include picking up a copy of Car Accident Weekly Planner to continue documenting into the next year, ordering from my official website, Estra's Official Car Accident. Car Accident Weekly Planner is still available on my site and major bookstores, available at a discount at my official site. Teen Car Accident Calendar Daily Quotes helps to learn car accident information each day and shares my experience from going through the process on many occasions. Again, keeping the book Car Accident by Estra in your car prior to an event actually happening, the resource will be an aid in pointing you in the right direction and getting information that will be required of you, documenting the experience, and assisting in the preparation of the insurance process. The more serious the claim, the more insurance and employer battles there will be typically to fight. This book contains a place to write down valuable information. The organizations don't mention at the time of signing up for a policy how difficult it can be to get your claim processed and even more difficult to settle. The worst time to be looking for an attorney is after being injured. Whenever you are in need of something, it can place you at a disadvantage. First, decide or estimate what your claim is worth. Be careful when looking for this information online. Some links may be directly to the people whom your claim is with. Make sure the links you are clicking on are legitimate ones and can provide you with statistical, factual information. Watch out for those attorneys who promise you the world to get your signature on a contract where they will end up getting around 40% when it's all said and done. Is it worth it? It depends. Are you able to do this on your own? Do you have the energy? These are questions only you can answer. What I will say is, number one, make sure they don't already work with the insurance companies that you might end up against in court. Number two, make sure they are proficient in their craft and have the support in order to take on a serious case. And number three, that you are comfortable with the way that they do business. All state laws are not created equal. Notice how insurance companies like drawing up their corporations in Delaware? This is not by coincidence. Power and influence does impact how businesses perform and relate to their customers. How are you being treated? 
What do you know about the insurance laws in your state? And why do so many cases end up in court, federal court when regulated by state laws? When searching your state regarding auto insurance, do you find more legislation which protects insured, insured, meaning you, or are they equal? How much are your state resources dedicated to insurance companies? And what about policyholders? In fact, how easy is it to find information which protects policyholders? And how many laws do you see to protect insurance companies? When someone asks you, is this about the money? Ask yourself, who is putting money into your state? Actually, your premiums play a major part in the continued survival of insurance companies. Don't think so? Let every insurer stop paying their premiums for a year and see what happens. Imagine putting the money you pay to insurance companies every year elsewhere. Imagine the additional power this would accomplish in your life. Now you can see how valuable your livelihood is and apply this by the vast number of policyholders and you can begin to recognize what it means to insurance companies. Yet, some do not treat their policyholders with the respect and consideration they deserve. What should be done when this is encountered? Change your insured to one who will respect and treat you fairly. Money does talk to these large conglomerates. They know the importance of keeping the money flowing. Otherwise, why would they fight so hard to keep money after filing a claim? And now that you know it, you can also recognize your value and act accordingly. Learn what your value is to them and what your claim means. Will it be easy? Not necessarily, from my experience. Otherwise, how could insurance companies get away with paying far less than many claims are worth? Would anyone decide to accept a settlement at levels they knew were unfair? And can insurance companies who have something to lose, be willing to pay out a fair offer instead of keeping as much as possible. By doing online research for state laws regarding auto insurance companies, you can begin to understand where your legislator's focus is, policyholders or conglomerates or both. Then you can decide how to adjust your strategy. Be sure to give yourself time to evaluate what you read, behaviors of those involved in your claim, and time to educate about the claim process. Be sure to go out to Esther's official car accident site and Esther's radio show. I've done a great deal of homework on many of these issues, and you will certainly be surprised by what you find. If there's additional questions, please drop me a line on any one of my accounts. First, Tan, I know your situation. I have dealt with insurance companies such as USAA, GEICO, PIMCO, Progressive, Farmers, Allstate, Premier, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Medicare, LifeWise Assurance Company, Social Security, and employer SNC Lavalin Constructors, previously known as Enron. One key to remember is to trust your own instincts. When you get that gut feeling something is not right with something going on with the insurance claim process, be sure to follow up on it until you are satisfied. Perhaps it is just a misunderstanding, and perhaps not. 
But one thing is for sure, unless you investigate, you will not know. Also, the incidents involved in a claim, from my perspective, are relatively common. Therefore, in most cases, others have gone through the same process. The more the occurrences are communicated to those going through similar circumstances, the better outcome for policyholders, from my perspective. Don't assume everything you are told is the gospel. Verify and confirm, especially if critically important to your claim. Remember, you are not the only person who has something invested. Regardless of what you may experience, recognize those with power and influence have been handling claims in similar manners for decades. Do your best, let the chips fall where they may, and continue on with life. The power and influence may or not be in the hands who value policyholders. Standing your ground is all that is required. This is only a season. There are many more to come. In a 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner, there needs to be places where you can write your own notes, save information that uh, you need to retrieve at a later date, and be able to, ask, to be able to document things that are important to your case. And this is the reason why I designed 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner with an injured person in mind. So let's talk about what you, as an injured person, would find helpful in a car accident weekly planner. And we'll go over what I have in this planner to be helpful. I personally know how difficult life can be after being involved in a traffic collision. In most cases, the time, energy, recovery, and money required makes this journey difficult. And therefore, having wisdom and knowledge at your disposal can alleviate pain, suffering, and prepare you for the challenges from auto insurance, employers, long-term disability insurance, social security, attorneys, or anyone else who comes along on your journey. When in a car wreck, focusing on recovery and directing how life moves forward becomes important. There will be challenges, yet they can be overcome with creativity, hopefulness, determination, and rest. Find a hobby or join me as an advocate to improve the lives of people injured by supporting insured civil rights legislation to be passed by Congress. Take care of yourself and remember that I am here for you. My website at estruscarwreckhelp.com. You'll find legitimate links here and answers. Best recovery to you, Estra. Did you enjoy the format for talking about you with Estra today? Let me know at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off the injured will be. Thanks for your participation today in the program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Again, that website is estracarwreckhelp.com. That's one full word. I hope to hear from you soon.